So I'm trying a thing. I uh, have just left the house. I'm walking to a station to get on a train to go to the O2, where we are going to see the Black Keys. We might do another special. There's some extra content there. We'll find out very shortly whether this works. It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. Talking to your mic. Hello, hello. I am talking. Not that close. Oh, really? Not that close? close. Or like this close? Is this still too close? Maybe. I'm going to put it here. I feel like this shouldn't be too close. This is like one nice size. That's all right. Yeah, that's cool. Have you taken a picture? Yeah, I took a picture. Oh, it's still loading. I hate being real. Jeffrey. Yes, Christopher. We did it. We're here. We did it. We're here. Are we recording? We are. Never. Yep. Not in a million years. We are. The people aren't going to listen to this, are they? They are. <laughs> this is ridiculous. My be real won't load. God damn it. <laughs> Where are we? We are at North Greenwich Underground Station. We have just emerged into the light as we approach the world famous O2 Arena. Why are you saying it like a boss? I don't know, but I'm going to film us while we're recording on all the platforms. Christopher, why don't you um, tell the people how much you love the O2 Arena? The O2's all right. (laughs) (laughs) What would you give it out of 10? I'd give it a solid... If he goes higher than a six, I'm shocked. Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, um, it's just where everyone goes, I guess, right? That's the reason, like, I don't know. It feels like very, like, the place to go. Big <laughs> band's coming, they'll go to the O2. And then sometimes, two days before their gig, they'll release tickets to a tiny little venue somewhere else that'll okay. be much cuter and let's, much nicer to go to. Let's tell the listener the story. So from my point of view, we're finally going to see the Black Keys, which is a big deal for... Year boys, and then um, I feel very 2023 right now walking to a venue with you recording a podcast. This is great, and then <laughs> there, it has to be at the O2. So I feel kind of bad for my guy because the O2, I feel like it's not the best sound, lots of crowds, which we all know how he feels about. I love people, I don't know where you get this idea that we don't. I don't love people, bro. so it's just like, oh, uh, it has to be at the big fuck off, like venue but and it's really far out it's just got all the like oh but like it's great it's london it's fine and then just a few days ago they must have realized like oh we're in town um let's do uh, an extra little show so they're playing at the islington assembly as we try to figure out what queue we're gonna get stuck in no surely not this one let's go have a um oh this is a bag drop bag drop we're fine for a bag drop um so yeah so they announced a much smaller gig which must be like the vibe for this kind of band bro should we just talk about it for a minute that vibe's gonna be amazing well for that tiny gig i'm not going yeah, to okay yeah 
Um, so basically, we're not going to that. We're still going to the big fuck off show. And now you get to hear on the podcast me going to. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, my happy place, the official merchandise stall. I was just telling our friend and co-host Christopher Anusis about how the only way I will currently get lured into buying the merch is if you're clever, like Beyonce, and you say you're only selling the merch at the gig and not online. I've checked the Black Keys. They are selling stuff online, but oh my god, that hoodie is so sick! <laughs> and the Which t-shirt, that, I like that one over there, the Black Keys, Akron, Ohio. I like that really just clear t-shirt, the Black Keys, Akron, Ohio. It's just black and white text. I do Love like the long sleeve, Wild Child. It's all very good stuff. It's not like, there's not too many varieties. As a merch expert, I'd give this similar to the O2, a solid six. Six for merch. <laughs> um, but this is a good start. Um, this is our first gig in a hot minute. We went to see Tom McRae last year, December. But um, we're back on our back on our bullshit, back on the gigging scene. What are we thinking? I know you want to discuss this briefly. What are you thinking about the general vibe of person so far? I'm getting a very too cool for school, slightly hipster, slightly normie vibe. I'm seeing bleach blondes, uh, top knots. <laughs> bleach blonde top knots indeed. What else? Hats. <laughs> I'm seeing lots of shopping centre people, and I don't know what I mean by that. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean by that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, my days. Yep, let's squeeze through one of the queues. Um, to give a bit of uh, backstory and context, I feel like, Christopher, if you focus on navigating us... Well, uh, I'm just going to keep recording as we get close to the ticket. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get, keep recording as we get closer to the ticket bit. Um, the last, I feel like the last time we were here together, I had tickets uh, for us to get something, and I hadn't downloaded the app properly. Yeah, you didn't I, have your COVID pass. That's what it was. <laughs> I didn't have my COVID pass, so literally in the queue to get in, I think for a wrestling event, uh, I had to download the pass, and Christopher was panicking. Um, but it all worked out because I think, to be fair to him, he did double check earlier in the day. If I had the pass, I said I did. I did not. You know how it goes. You whipped out a piece of card. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I kept that in my wallet for ages. Oh, one nice thing I'm noticing. This is very um, wrestling show. I'm noticing a lot of people wearing Black Keys merch. So this is what I think. <laughs> I'm still of that old school of, like, at the gig, wear other band merch. What do you think? Do you wear the, the band merch to the band you're seeing? I don't, I don't have merch so. that I wear, Jeffrey. The people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you're out of... I feel like Metallica is the sort of band. Everyone at a Metallica gig is wearing a Metallica shirt. Oh, like, cooler gigs, everyone is repping other shit. Like, we all know why we're here. You don't have to rep the other shit. Oh, do you know what? Um, I want to have a quick look. This phone charger is a really... It's the one I've got in my pocket that we might be using today. Okay. It's really good. I might get one, you know. I'm going to go find out how much it is. Come with me. This is going to be on the pod. But I... Re- I this is my favourite uh, phone charger. I bought it from the O2. Hello, how much? It's £10 to rent. Yes. £25 deposit. Could, could you just buy it though? Yeah, yes. Yeah, how much to buy? £35. Cool, thank you. Just like, if I'm not going to buy merch, that, 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 that's the exact price of a t-shirt, £35, so <laughs> not quite feeling it, and I already have that charger. But I do think I want another one like it at some point to share with the family. We need um, to find out what's going on at the Indigo O2 because that's where the queue is. Oh, interesting. The Indigo O2. I thought it was the Indigo 2 
No, I didn't. I know it was the Indigo O2. It's called the Indigo at the O2, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> um, what are our tickets, Christopher? Sorry? Do, do our tickets have a gate number? GA. GA. General admittance. But there's no, like... Sometimes they have a, a thing. GA6? It doesn't tell me anything. doesn't tell him anything, lads. doesn't tell it's him GA6, anything. GA6, whatever GA6, is. all right. So we're just going to keep walking. I feel like we're always this way. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, that's where you I got like, to. Yeah. I was here most recently. Yep, I was on the floor for Kendrick Lamar, and this is the way I had to head. For those of you who are acquainted with the O2, you come in and you take a big old right. <laughs> oh, we're going to painstakingly walk past one of my favorite areas of the O2, the public toilets. Uh, and I just down. I mean, I just downed a bottle of water. Uh, so I'm going to need to go at some point soon. And now feels like the time. But so, do we stop? <laughs> just we keep will stop our pod. I can keep talking. Goes for a um, this is a, this is supposed to be a. You're just hearing utter faff at the moment. But this is supposed to be a pre-show pod. We're about to go to a gig. In theory, we're hoping. So have to- you done any homework? Yeah, none. No, you've done no homework. No, I listened to a few Blackie's albums. I mainly listened to the one we had on the pod that yeah. got pitched. Uh, the first one. The first one. They've since done many. Yes. Um, and then I listened to Thick Freakness. And uh, yeah, I haven't Yeah, I haven't done homework, bro. I've just always liked this band and I want to see them live. But this is interesting because I just listened to an episode of Joker Men, a Bob Dylan podcast. They unlocked one of their Patreon special episodes. They did their own post-show pod having seen Bob Dylan in Los Angeles in 2022. And it was just such a fun listen. But I have to say, part of the charm was they know that motherfucker Bob Dylan inside out. <laughs> and they were like, oh, like, even though we're doing the post show for this show, like I saw him last week and he did this song better last week. He's starting to close with this Grateful Dead cover this week. Like they knew the ins and outs. Like, to be honest, I'm going to review the show. But as with a lot of stuff on this pod, it's a shallow dive. It's not a deep dive. Like, I've got to be honest, I haven't, I haven't been keeping up. I mean, it brings up a very interesting topic, which is like, what as you get older man what bands do you keep up with how do you find the time to like listen to every single album like a really good example i feel like for the both of us are um the smile who are an offshoot of uh uh tom york and johnny greenwood of radiohead so like the second they dropped a new song yesterday called bending hectic we both had to listen but for me it's like quite sad how like few acts there are who i would drop all my shit to consume the latest drop so to speak most people put out stuff and I'm like oh that's great I'll listen to it later are these people trying to mooch in on the queue bear with us dear listener because this queue just got very compromised and I'm not having it good (laughs) I think they sort of realise that's not the way this is going to go down um and, and do uh, be aware that Christopher is very much with us on this podcast but he's got the tickets he's navigating and if he wasn't navigating I wouldn't know what I'm doing or where I'm going also you haven't paused (laughs) once you just went you threatened to go to the toilet live on the pod we're now entering the arena in which you'll probably panic because toilets have become few and far yeah. between and uh, yeah I'm going to start having that like the longer I put it off yeah. the longer it's going to take to get back and get a good standing position and just, just hold it man yeah I'm just holding it there's a lot of <laughs> The reason you're hearing that hesitancy, dear listener, is people in the queue are starting to turn around and suspect there's podcast ambiance around them. 
That's right, that's us. The arena entrance is coming up. And yeah, something Christopher and I are very well acquainted with, going to gigs together. I also is... feel like the stuff that we're holding will not look good. Kind of no, good. we should wrap it up any minute now. But um, I do have to leave the listener with this. The reason we are anxious to get in there in a good time is because... What's wrong? I'm a short person, okay? And less than Christopher Anousis. Um, it's quite important to me to have a good vantage point, a good view. We are about to get scanned and checked, bags checked, more content to come, whether it's a bit more pre-show or straight to the post-show. Your boys, Jeffrey Barnum and Christopher <laughs> Anousis of the Culture Content Consumption of Praise Laura are about to see the Black Keys live. See you later, guys. See you on the other side. Peace. Jeffrey, where are we? We are leaving Baker Street Tube Station, and I have asked for an image to keep in mind, like any good actor, performer, of how to remember to keep this microphone far away from my face. And I have been told, <laughs> do, do say it, please. Uh, right here. <laughs> just, just not in front of your face, I've been told. So, okay. Just I'm, yeah. I'm look, sure. look at where mine is clipped. Ah, I see. Okay, great. It feels so like... Great, okay. Oh, Tesco Express. So we are walking to Marlebone. We are. Marlebone. Yeah. It's an odd spelling. Could you spell 
<laughs> station name off the top of your head? Mary Labone. <laughs> Mary Labone. Very good. We just saw the Black Keys, guys. We oh, did. It's... But who did we see first? We saw Spoon. I didn't know who Spoon were. I now know who Spoon are. Dear listener, you have on your hands a couple of Spoon guys. Did we just become Spoon guys? I think we just became Spoon guys. <laughs> Dude, his voice was so cool. And his hair. You loved his hair. I really liked his hair. The band were cool. It's like, I got lots of different vibes. I got a bit of like strokey scratchiness, really frenetic guitar, just fucking on the beat, fucking really energetic. And then for a bit, they're almost like do, do, doing and being a bit cutesy. And, and you got John Lennon. Yeah. Oh, such a good John Lennon cover of the song Isolation. Like they really brought out like be- good Beatles covers are a rare commodity and they fucking knocked isolation out of the park. The world is just a little town. Everybody trying to put us down. really really rocking and soulful i still i can't actually get my head around um your man's uh voice because it was very like maybe this just goes to show how much i've always not had um really good singing technique as we try and figure out crossing the road like it was so like you know for lack of a better term throaty and like kurt cobaini yeah but like it was super on it on in tune (laughs) yeah super in tune super strong like it did not you know that thing of like when when there's singers more singing from the throat it's gonna like burn out quicker especially Mm. on a tour he was like at the height of his powers right the band was super tight they seemed to be having a good time you know that thing where a band's just confident and into it i loved spoon spoon won me over best support act i've seen in a while what do you think i agree yes right you did most of the talking (laughs) um whether it's uh 11 o'clock at night or (laughs) 11 o'clock in the morning chris gets the same amount of work to be fair you are again similar to earlier you're handling most of the navigation ish uh navigation just getting us to the station so i don't want to overly burden you with throwing things your way but there's not much navigation i know where i'm going yeah where are we can you tell me so i'm oh it's right there it's right in front of us us. fantastic it's one road now before we get to just the the plant-based meat okay (laughs) we need to talk about what happened when we last left our dear listeners i had a meltdown (laughs) (laughs) i i that's the long and short of it yeah you don't need to know the context chris had a meltdown we got through it we saw it we were in a queue I got to the end of the queue. I didn't have my tickets you, downloaded. I didn't have anything ready. Dear I, I got very cocky about, oh, but here's my Ticketmaster app. Here's the page that tells me that my ticket, these are not my tickets yeah. <laughs> and that I need to download another app to get my tickets. To which point I panicked and could not get my tickets. It was really, really surreal to see because this is my guy and he likes this. This is my guy who is like the boss of tech. He's always got it sorted. He's always two steps ahead of the game. So to see him 
the thing is, bless his heart, he got very annoyed with himself. So as if I'm going to get annoyed with him, I'm just sitting there like, do, 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 he got me this ticket. Why are you talking him. about me in the third person? <laughs> <laughs> I am here. <laughs> you are here. Um, but yeah, so we went and some lovely customer service ladies helped us out. We had to get on, which Wi-Fi was it? I can't remember the Wi-Fi. O2 but the, oh, Wi-Fi. The thing that, no, this is like legit stuff for O2 gig going folk out here. The key is bloody the AXS app. Not the O2 app, which they said isn't very good inside the O2 venue. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Or the what was the other dodgy one? The Ticketmaster one. Yeah. It wasn't dodgy, it just didn't do a thing. Access to tickets to oh, tickets. you should have seen his face trying to get this O2 app to load his tickets. He <laughs> kept saying like in in inauthenticated error something something. Bruh. Yeah. It was a long thing. Now I'm gonna vamp for a hot second while you get some water. I think that's the plan. I'm going to go to the... the, the I just hold the... Oh, I hold the phone. Just hold my phone for a moment. Okay, please. I'll be back. This is a very may, delicate moment. You may moment. get uh, M&S noise while you're talking. Okay, great. Two separate mics. No, we do. Okay. Actually, yeah, we'll Should I follow mics. you a bit? Kind of. Just hover okay. outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny. This is the uh, ambient noises of uh, Marks and Spencers. It's, it's quite a thing to be left with someone's uh, phone. I could just fucking leg it, lads. <laughs> I should leave. <laughs> I should run away with this phone. Like, that's sort of on him. Like, even though we're very close friends and have been for many years now, I should run away with this phone. <laughs> he gave me his whole phone. Who's out here giving the other person their phone? Like, I'll, I'll keep the mic, but you have your phone. Anyway, he gave me his phone. Um, should we find somewhere to sit? All good. Let's find somewhere. Oh, there we go. Found a place to sit. Okay, listener, I'm not sure um, if they're officially a sponsor of the podcast as of yet, but I have like 20 minutes before midnight and I have to finish my Duolingo. So, you're going to listen to that. She drinks in Italian is Le Beve. I'm smashing it. Lui mangia il cibo means he eats the food. Christopher is going to be so mad at me. I said I'm vamping, not, not doing Duolingo Italian. Io sono una ragazza. I am a girl. Yes, I am. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Say it slower. Lei legge un giornale. That means she reads a newspaper. Fantastic work on my part. Noi leggiamo un libro. That means we read a book. Non... Manja Manzo. I wasn't doing Duolingo on the podcast. Oh um, gosh, yes. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Is this still recording? Uh, probably. We'll find out. This is good content. Good content. So back to the... Um, so we had a bit of a meltdown, ticket issue. Yeah. Very rare for a Christopher Anusis gig. But it all worked out. It was on the AXS app. Rely on the AXS app. What's that though? That's not water. It's ginger beer. So I did the whole... Ginger I wanted beer. something with flavour, but I also wanted water because I'm thirsty. Yeah. So. Interesting. So you double dipped. <laughs> I double dipped. Double dipped. We've got, we've got a good amount of time. Um, and then... Um, so, when we first got there and he was being all cocky, as he said, you said, why am I... I'm doing a lot of third person. You're in front of me. Let me look at you. While, um, you know, the first go round, we could have got in mad early. Yeah. Chris was saying, it's not just you, Mr. Shortman. I also want a good view. So let's get in early. I said, great. Yeah. Because it suits me too. And then that really, really took us out of the game for like, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. Proper, proper droves of people in ahead of us. I gave up any hope of a getting in early into the front. Tell you what, we got that AXS app. We got our tickets. 
We no, got in there. We got in there. How, how what do you credit this to? Walking. I feel like we have to start giving some credit to my sneaky slippery people skills. Jeff has sneaky slippery people skills. We did the whole down the left hand side yes. and then duck in. To be fair to you even actually, yeah. I was done ducking in and you were like, nah, if you mate. keep going, I will follow you. And I was like, yeah. all right, if I've got a big tall bloke behind me, I'll, I'll take a few more annoyed glances. You do need to be in the habit of going to lots of gigs to feel up for just doing a bit of barging. You have to be shameless. Um, but before we get to now the Black Keys themselves and the music beyond the support act, you were in a big crowd tonight. You're in the O2. How, how was it on that level? I enjoyed the crowd tonight. Yeah, they were fun, I right? They were nice. Yeah. They were nice. They were nice. The one shout out for the first time of many, I imagine, the one young chap who seemed to be a rock and roll son of a rock and roll dad about your height, all of like, at some point when he's losing his shit, I'm thinking, bruv, we're not 16 anymore. Then I looked at him, I'm like, oh, he's probably 16. Oh, yeah. His dad had <laughs> taken him to like his first gig in their life. Right. But he was to like he, his favorite band in the world. Oh, he knew every word. And for a minute, I thought like, the he just he was moshing from start to finish. Yeah, he was moshing from the start, and I thought he was so in your face yeah. that even with all the best will in the world, you were going to get annoyed. But he moved pretty quickly. Is that what helped? No, I just uh, he was harmless. That's was he not I actually? Was. I thought it was like elbows in your face and stuff like oh, that. Oh, he was. Ga- he, he, <laughs> he made me look not gangly with how gangly and bony he was. But yeah. and yes, I took some hits in the ribs. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so harmless. But it was harmless. It was very innocent, he was just wholesome. So happy to be there. And I was like, it's, it's hard to hate when you see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think at one point, the end, <laughs> we got to the yeah, end. Yeah, we got to the end. Crap, people. At one point, I couldn't help. But I sort of just glanced over, and he literally said to me, "I don't care." Yeah. And I, I wasn't. <laughs> I meant to get into a combo with him and, and tell him I'm not judging. I just couldn't help but like I, I wanted to look at the craziness. I loved it. I appreciated it too. I thought I like you. Really good crowd. Really good mix of people. As I was saying in the preview, lots of Black Keys t-shirts, a few um, Muse, Metallica, Blink One Eighty Two. Nice little smattering. Good crew. Some older folk who loved their blues and rock and roll. Lots of young folk too. Like in the age mix, a good mix, wouldn't you say? I agree. Let's talk about the Black Keys. We saw them live. I'd never seen them live. What I'd did a, you think? I had a ball. What a good fucking band. The sound sound great. Oh, blew me away, actually. They were so fun. It was such a just unpretentious, good rock and roll show. Yeah. Right? And, and I think the crowd helps. Like, crowd genuinely, help. I've been with some really annoying mm. crowds, but this crowd was just so happy. <laughs> the thing, no, the thing is, they weren't they, like... They just seemed really happy to be there. Yeah. They, they jumped when they needed to jump. They when you when they needed to shine When lights. you saw some of the blacked out sections, like it's not a fully up to the rafters sold out O2. Yeah. I'll be honest, I was like, oh, I'm a bit worried for the band that like it's not like packed. But the energy was fully there. Yeah. So I agree with you on that level. Yeah, the floor yeah. was packed. Floor was super packed. It's just and the sides. Every, everywhere around the sides were packed. It was yeah, just like the, the back top tier. I actually, I, I've totally. It was kind of a good illustration tonight. I've totally lost perspective on how big a band they are. They're yeah. clearly big enough to be at the O2. Yeah. Maybe not fully sell it out, but they're too big for like Hammersmith Apollo and like yeah. smaller. They they're just about an O2 band still, but like really really rocking good show. You're right. The audience helped. I think Dan. Our back, which is still trying to pronounce our back. Our back, yeah. our back my back and your back. Um, back? <laughs> his back. I feel like he was great. He just kept checking in. Yeah. It was just like not too like hi London, good to see you. How are you doing? Yeah. A lot of you can you guys can help us with this one when they got to a yeah. well known one. An oldie but a goodie. Oh, I love when he said an oldie but a goodie. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't think that was that old. It made me feel old that he said that was an oldie and a goodie. Oh, oh remind me. I actually can't remember what the oldie but goodie like was. I like it was a track of Brothers. Oh, do you reckon? Oh, that's an oldie. Head, that's, yeah. Like, didn't he play one song off the debut? I don't I thought that was one that I was like, all their songs blur into one in my this head. Is, this is a good point. So we were just talking about this on the Jubilee line, which for a brief moment we thought we were going to record on, just hearing the absolute noise pollution screeching that we just heard was a good reminder of why we didn't do that but um i was saying i knew about 30 percent of the material and christopher's saying he knew about 90. i wouldn't usually go to a gig where i only know 30 percent. but there's two factors here one as mentioned in the previous podcast where we re reviewed the black keys debut album i'm into a few of the early albums and i haven't been keeping track as much as i should have especially when they got big and blew up with that said, as Mr. Anus has just pointed out, a lot of their songs do blur into each other. So I'd have lots of moments, just a very weird sensation at a gig, where I'd be like, I am fully experiencing this song for the first time. The first song during the encore you just told me the title, Little Black Submarine. Yeah. So that song starts off with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. I was like, well, this is a beautiful little song. The crowd are loving every moment. Then it rocks the fuck out. And I'm thinking, I have just been utterly treated by debut songs tonight where I'm surrounded by a crowd who knows them and I like the band enough that I'm just loving it. Yeah. And then right near the end, I was like, oh, wait, I sort of knew that. <laughs> and I, that happened to me over and over. I'd still say like 30% I knew really well. But yeah, it was a very surreal feeling of like songs blurring into each other. I know a lot of it. I'll tell you the one that just really, really got me, Everlasting Light. Yeah. Such a different vibe. He can sing a falsetto, this motherfucker. Yeah. It's not fair what he can do. No. Well, so I'm, I'm on a ramble. Can I just say one other thing? I, I said to myself during the gig, I need to say this on the podcast. That boy loves playing guitar. He's brilliant at it as well. He's really brilliant, but it just comes across how much like, you know, just like guitarists, like poses and stuff like that. He's not doing it in a kid, like show off. look at me way. He's just vibing. Can I say something? Yes, you can. Are you going to call out Patrick now? No, no, I'm not okay. going to call out Patrick. I'm not going to say that you thought he was a bit. Anyway, <laughs> you won't say it because I don't want to cancel Jeff but um, I just wanted to say that yes. uh, it's nice to see a band that is a two-piece just, you know, getting other members of the band together to put on a show, yeah. make a big thing, not sticking to their thing because it's their thing, but thinking actually they had extra backing people, they had extra guitarists, bassists, yeah. like percussion. Yeah. So when they just went out there and did the same old loopy thing, they just... Yeah, oh, it if it took you a moment to see who, <laughs> who was subtweeted there, we got we got yeah, yeah we got yeah. But no, and yeah, for me, I was blown away by how loud it was. Yeah, it was and loud. I don't know, and I, I, we I, got nicer near the front, so I don't know sometimes, as a, as a sound guy, yeah. to get the best read of a room, we would have had to be at the back, right? Possibly, but, but it was just so in my face that yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Way down out back to play guitar, yeah. the, the fuzz and all that sort of stuff, it's so loud. Yes. Um, and also, at points, I would look around and see people in the seats. They were all standing and dancing. Were right. they? Oh, yeah, I didn't look so, in the seats enough. Oh, that's good. So it was just, they put on a show. It was yes. great to see. Yeah. It scratched an itch that I've been trying to itch for about a decade now. That's to get great. Back to see that's awesome. And I just had a really good time. And for me, it, for me, it, it was mm. like when I finally got to see the shins. It was that sort of experience. Wow. Oh, that's happy. fantastic. Yeah, I would, I would put it, I would put it on, on that level for me too, because interestingly, we were just discussing this. We don't have to to call me out too much but this is this is true part of our history we can't walk away from that I flaked out on this gig after I got our, my guy into the band and um, since then it's always been a niggle in my mind that I have to see this band live with Christopher of course so the fact that we got to do it like as a as the 
doing it with my friend meant a lot to me but also yeah just for me seeing them live was so fucking cool dude i've been waiting quite a while to scratch that itch too because it is such a particular itch yeah that needs scratching right i don't even know so what are we saying it's like i i just it feels so not good enough but it's rock and roll yeah. it's not rock it's blues rock it's blues rock yeah but it's something like where like i feel like I don't know if they'd like this, but I'm confident in like 75% of their audience would not like a lot of the blues they like. Yeah. So it's doing something to the blues. It, yeah. I guess blues rock is the best we can... It's blues rock and roll. It's blues something. It's, do you know what it's like? It's... it's, <laughs> it's, it's watching you trying to find a word. It's it? the 20... It's the 2000... It's millennium blues. It's the 2000s blues rock fusion pop. Mm. <laughs> when I got pop at the end, I got happy. But like... You know, if you're fucking, and this is how they blew up, right? If you're um, uh, mainstream enough, you're like on the advert soundtracks. Mm. You must be doing something to be mainstream, yeah. right? As illustrated by their closer, Lonely Boy. Lonely the, Boy. the pace lost their mind for it. Can you name any of the other songs where the crowd really lost it? Because uh, Next Girl. Oh, yeah, people love that shit. Uh, Golden the Ceiling. Oh, I knew to see that was one. I don't know the album. I know that song. Yeah. Um, what was it? Mate, people love it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say what I said about Patrick. Patrick plays the drums really hard. He does. Um, but he just, <laughs> he just doesn't look in the best shape. And I'm just always confused by people who do for their job something very physically demanding and rigorous and still don't look super in shape. I'm just puzzled by it. If anything, it's a projection. It's me worrying that I'm going to stay active and then it's just not going to burn off. It's just really annoying. With that said... Great way to turn it around. <laughs> it's true. Right. I am so act- close to just saying this is just last part. <laughs> uh, I am actually projecting like that is all it is. But to come back to Patrick, while Dan was just a gent of a guy, he, I, he did something interesting at the start. He said, this is Patrick, I'm Dan with the Black Keys, right? Yeah. With that said... I spent the first two songs back in my mind thinking, what about the other guys? They might Aww. they might not be the Black Keys, but they came with you. Like, I like that those two... Did you them all? Later he did. Chris, Later he did. Zach. I, I, and I knew. The second I got a vibe of his personality throughout the gig, I was like, oh, later he'll do it. Hmm. Just to open up the show, it was about introducing him and Patrick and putting you at home. We're from Akron, Ohio. Like, the fact that this guy has been saying these words for that long, hi... I'm Dan, this is Patrick with the Black Keys, we're from Akron, Ohio. Yeah. It's very sweet and wholesome and awesome. Um, in between the last pod where we reviewed the Black Keys and this one, something has been revealed to me that's going to make a big uh, impact on me, potentially, What's that? doing my research. You suggested, if not confirmed, you didn't confirm, you did suggest that there might have been a falling out at some point. And they just seem like such buddies and such guys. And it's just very... It was only because of the premise of a music video that I sent you. Oh, you think that whole... Oh, I do remember you bringing it back to the music video. So as far as you're aware, gossip-wise, they no, might... I have no idea. I'm, oh, not in the, okay. I'm not in the gossip sheets like you are, Jeff. Not in the gossip I'm sheets. I'm not sure who's Zendaya and well, Holland are and are not seeing. <laughs> or what trailers they may or may not be in. And the to... reactions to those trailers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's it called? Challengers? Possibly. Challenging the News and Dyer trailer. Check out the show notes. You know what? A lot of things that we reference is just we see memes and reactions on Twitter, and uh, that's what that was about. But um, you, I, I need to throw the ball to you here. You did have a comment about Patrick Carney's facial expression. He looks like he's miserable <laughs> the entire time. 
<laughs> looks like he's not having a great time. But from his, <laughs> for lack of a better term, beats, from his beats, he seems like he's having a whale of a time. He does. If you just don't look at him. <laughs> it looks like he's staring off into space the I think that's time. him. That's just him. I think he's just got a funny little look about him. No judging. I think he's got a... A, a specific kind of resting bitch face <laughs> equivalent. Who are we? We were just talking about someone else with this. It wasn't Tim Cook. <laughs> it was someone else. <laughs> it's someone else who has a very resting face where you're just like, are they annoyed? What's going on? Was it a wrestler maybe? I don't know. We talk a lot. We do talk a lot. And we We've try it. We have talked a lot in the last <laughs> few hours and we do a lot of and catching. Days, and, and weeks. This is true. We do a lot of catching ourselves now and saying, no, this is for the pod. This is for the pod. Um, oh, we did. We had one funny moment that occurs quite often in our friendship that you should probably know about as our listeners. We did get into the mosh at the end of Lonely Boy. A, a guy very cordially invited us. <laughs> was, was he wearing a top or not wearing a top? This guy was wearing a top. The blonde guy? About your height? He was like, come on, mate. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, he tried to unzip my jacket. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, bless. Yeah. Um, but there was, there was t-shirt failing at one point as well. I feel like we both turned him down. Yeah. And then with like 30, 40 seconds to go, we were like, we, we, got, in. we got in there. And we touched some skin. <laughs> we did. The amount of dudes getting topless in that mosh pit. Yeah. Christopher was trying to get the video that caught Lonely Boy and all that energy. He didn't nail what he wanted to capture, which was the beginning. Yeah. Didn't I, get I that. I did the classic holding my phone up, yeah. press the record button. Yeah. Thinking I'd, I was getting the best oh, shot. Such a classic. Yeah. I really wanted to nail the specific bit of the melody of Everlasting Light that every go round. You missed it. As evidenced by my whole spiel about how I only half knew some of the songs. There was a lot of like, it's such a fun environment when you've decided, I like the band, I know some songs, and then all the audience are like, like carrying you. So even the songs you don't know, there's just a really receptive, good energy. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to none of us know this shit. So you're winning us all over. It's almost like it takes a bit of the like, I do feel for a band when they're trying to win everyone over and we're all sort of sitting there like judging like for this even when I wasn't familiar there was such a good a wave of goodwill and affection yeah. just flying toward the stage that I just felt carried along by it but yeah so to backtrack myself I think I eventually did get that bit of footage for Everlasting Light I say fucking loved that tune but um christopher didn't quite nail getting what he wanted for lonely boy but at the last last minute we got in the mosh pit he didn't film the mosh pit he said it was too would you like to use the term trashy <laughs> it was a trashy mosh pit i think right at the end it got better because a few women got involved how old were these women just <laughs> mean, is that relevant Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not going to, you know, a woman never tells us. us yes, I was literally going to say they were slightly older than us. One had uh, her arm around me and we had a bit of a spin around. It was a good time. She took a few knocks though. Bless her. She was a strong woman. How are we doing for train times? We're good for train times, but the platform's been announced. So oh, we might put a... Should we interrupt? I think we will call it a day here so we can go hop on the train. Let's, let's call it a cool. day. And, uh, I might... If you send me some videos and bits and pieces, yes. they may have been interjected into this pod. I mean, audio-wise, we're I think about some clips of the gig in it'd be fun. That's really, really great. We're about to be on the train together for at least a few minutes, right? I, I say we wrap yeah. it up properly on the train. 
depends how much. I'll tell you. Let's do a semi wrap up now. Okay. And if the train's not crazy busy. Oh, is he? Oh. Because it's the last train, Jeff. So. To be fair, Christopher has a really solid point here, which I can't even front. Uh, it is basically. You were scared that we were going to Marlborough. You were like, I don't know how to get home this from Marlborough. And his point is, we should just state it. You don't want to be on a quiet train where people are trying to live their lives and you're loudly recording your podcast. You don't want to be those people. I'm not that guy. I mean, you're verging on that guy, but you're not quite that guy. So yeah. As it's a special, Jeff, I'm going to bid the uh, listeners farewell. I'm going to do the long, the long spiel. Love it. Hopefully there is, there is some guitars playing. If not, it might end with a clip of the Black Keys. I loved, I love the gig. I love music. <laughs> I need to <laughs> tell is, the yeah, people. This is true. We do love music. And we love I music. need to tell, oh, this Black Keys uh, t-shirt and Nirvana t-shirts. Quite a few Nirvana t-shirts. And um, we're about to get the train. And one thing I wanted to say about gigs, it's been in my head since the gig. We, I want to, I want to, before I hand it back to you, right? Yeah. A thing that I've had about gigs since I was young is getting a bit too in my head sometimes and being like oh that's like the album version oh my personal life oh what am I doing later sometimes I'm like I'm at a gig can I just enjoy it and tonight exactly. was a really good example to me of like getting out of my head having it be a physical experience you're dancing you're having a good time the Black Keys put on a fucking show what a wicked band I want to go listen to Spoon I want to go listen to the Black <laughs> Keys um, yeah really fell in love with uh, live gigs again tonight uh, what a great band thank you for getting me a ticket mate you're more than welcome Jeff and with that I'm going to say goodbye And I'm going to say take care. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle or this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast, too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead. If you don't like what we recommend, if your patience wears thin towards the end, if you think you could do better with your friend, please go ahead. If you don't like this content, or like me, the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again christopher can you see me voice noting you hi i'm voice noting you (laughs) what are you looking at um oh dude i'm so annoyed i didn't talk about this on the pod i might have to put it in the show notes um I felt very unselfconsciously like I could dance doing like air guitar dance. Like air guitar dance is very like dancing on my own vibes. Like I'm out here like like pretty happy with how I dance. I'm not needing to air guitar. But for that gig, it felt very, very okay to just whip out your fucking air guitar and go ham on that shit. And that deserved a pod mention. Sad time, so I'll just have to mention it in the show notes. What were you just showing me on your screen? Um, I would like to close this voice note with this. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too.